0: Thanks again for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We are free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every day. Hello, I'm Stephen Willis, and I'm alongside Daylon Flowers from inside the student section talking about Ole Miss football as we get ready for the Auburn Tigers. How are you doing, Daylon?
1: I'm doing well, my friend. Uh, a great and eventful off week for myself and for the team, um, but I'm doing pretty good, man.
0: Yeah, look – um Lane Kiffin today had his meeting with the media and let's see about mid midway through last week where news started coming out that Jordan Watkins broke his hand. Yeah. And um everybody started going with it. They were honestly, I was pressured to do something about it before the weekend started. And I was like, no, nah, need, we need to wait and see exactly mm-hmm. what's going to happen. And, Everybody ran, did their stuff. It was just a matter of um, fact from everybody that he was going to be out three weeks to six weeks or however long it was going to be. But in Lane Kiffin's press conference today, he said he's anticipating Jordan Watkins playing against Auburn. What is going on?
1: Yeah, it's uh, especially brutal for me because I've talked so highly with Jordan Watkins this year, just his improvement throughout this season. Um, I think as we know, but if people that are watching that aren't too familiar with Lane Kiffin, he's, he's been known to do this. Um, and whether Jordan suits up this weekend, um, against Auburn and if he does go out there, which I highly doubt, but if he does, it would just be a decoy use. In my opinion, I think we kind of saw the use of Trey Harris when he came back against Bama a couple of weeks ago. Um, and although we lost that game, I think they kind of utilized it correctly but they still targeted him a few so it wasn't what i thought they were going to do i'm not taking this too far i don't think he's going to play this weekend i just think he's saying it to maybe confuse what auburn looks at at the film this weekend so when they get ready to go out there this weekend then they have to maybe change up their game plan but i'm not expecting jordan to play um the news is brutal for the team i think this kid has developed to be one of our toughest players, but also one of our most valuable players in terms of just helping uh, Dart use the slot a little bit more. So it hurts our team, but I'm not expecting to see him after this week. And I think, honestly, when I first heard the news without knowing all the information, I thought he might be out the entire season. Hopefully um, that's not the case. But right now I don't even want to risk that opportunity. So I'm not taking it too far. I know Lane is been known to kind of do things like this just to kind of, you know, get the outside world kind of antsied up. but I'm not sticking too far into it right now.
0: You know, let's just for the sake of argument, say that Jordan Watkins doesn't play, which has been the fact that people in the media and everything else have been talking about for five days now, but let's just say that he doesn't play against Auburn and they likely move Dayton Wade, maybe Mm
1: -hmm.
0: into the slot. Zakari Franklin or Aiden Williams out wide. Yeah. Is that how you're seeing this going?
1: Yeah, I mean, at the end of the day, it hurts our team, but I'm also not concerned about the depth we have the wide receiver. I just think we would see Aiden Williams out there a lot more than we have this season. Um, I think this would give the chance maybe like Aiden Lee to get some more playing time as well. Um, I'm not sure what the rotation is going to be now, um, but I think we have enough depth um, at this point of the season to not be concerned about it. I mean, going into it, I thought – I said last week that I just think we need to put up more points in Auburn and we win this football game. And so I still think that that mentality doesn't need to be changed. Um, I think we've developed the the run game at this point of the season where we're confident in that. And I don't think it's too big of a question of what happens at the receiver point, but I think we're going to have to see some movement and other guys stepping up now that maybe haven't seen too much play time this season, or maybe guys being in different roles in terms of where they are in a slot or maybe on the outside, just to see what we can do to help make the offense work.
0: What are you expecting from the Auburn
1: Tigers? You know, it's weird, and I'm going to use a a Georgia reference because although Auburn isn't Georgia, I think at this point a lot of this noise is getting to them. And when I say that, think about although Georgia didn't play, you know, entirely well against Vanderbilt this past weekend, but they won. But think about the Kentucky game and the weeks before that, how kind of the entire world was criticizing. This isn't the Georgia we've seen. This isn't the – the team that we believe can be, you know, a national championship team again. But then they came out there afterwards and they said, you know what, we're gonna kind of be wilder and they and they beat Kentucky. Down. And that's not what I'm expecting to see, but I'm expecting Auburn to kind of respond this weekend pretty, pretty highly. I don't think they're gonna win, but I think we're gonna see more than we've kind of seen this season from them. I think they're upset. And I think, of course, this this kind of renew rivalry between Lane and um and the Auburn, you know, culture. And of course, Hugh Freeze, his pass with Ole Miss is coming in. What am I expecting more from them though? Not much. I think they have a a decent defense that, you know, just got beat by a really good offense as LSU um against LSU this past weekend. Um and I think an offense that I said last week is just just struggling to find an identity, struggling to find. A good rotation with their with their running game and with their quarterback, we may see a, a different scenario from Hugh Freeze this weekend, uh, this Saturday at quarterback. We don't honestly know right now, just because of so many question marks. They went out after Baton Rouge for them. Um, I'm expecting to see them hungry, but I don't know how much of it's going to turn out to be a win for them. I think they're going to improve. I think home field advantage is real in college football, and I think it definitely is when you have Jordan here stadium. But I, I don't see them coming out a win, but I see them coming out a little bit more hungry, though.
0: Yeah, you have a situation. Like, if Ole Miss plays their best and Auburn plays their best, Ole Miss wins by two touchdowns. Yeah. So Ole Miss has to gradually play down a little bit, and Auburn has to continue to play their best. And the closer that line gets depends on how hairy it's going to be. Now, Ole Miss, in my opinion, needs to get off to a fast start. You cannot let that crowd get cooking. Um, There's zero confidence on the Auburn football team right now. Um, Their fan base is just absolutely looking forward to basketball season. And any time a team in the SEC other than Kentucky is looking forward to basketball season in October, that's not a good thing. I, I think it's just a situation to where Hugh Freeze is going to play slow down with the ball try and run the clock, limit possessions, and try and win a 17-14 to 14 type game.
1: Yeah, and, you know, thinking about a game like that, I'm expecting to see what you just said, coming out on the first drive on offense and defense and just kind of trying to set the tone. I think the first drive of this game um, for on the offensive side of the ball is important because, as I've said so far this season, um, that adjustments and momentum are two of the biggest things within football. Um, And I think if we come and lower that crowd noise down, that will be beneficial for us. But the defense, and this may just be me, um, but on the first drive of the games, I don't know. It feels like Pete is always trying to see what the opposition is going to come out with. Um, And the first drive is always kind of weird for us. I want to see how they come off a bye we can respond to that what kind of scheme Pete goes out in the first drive and uses to kind of set the tone for the rest of the game you know are we gonna continue to pressurize what the quarterback has for Auburn and see what he can do with blitzes coming at him or are we gonna sit back and maybe try to let him throw it out which we haven't seen much of you know Payton Thorne do too much successfully so far and uh hopefully we win that battle so the first drive is very important on both sides of the ball for us I think Momentum wise, that's going to help us continue go win the whole guy the game uh, over four quarters.
0: I'm expecting Robbie Ashford, honestly, yeah, as the quarterback. I I think he's going to put him in there, and they're going to do a lot of run stuff, yeah, with the quarterback and Jarquez Hunter and those guys at running back. That they're just going to punt on throwing the football as much as possible, um, and only throw when they have to do it. Um, I, I think that I think Hugh is going to try and scheme some run game up to get them going and keep them on schedule.
1: Yeah, I do too. I just think at this point of the season, they haven't seen any improvement from Peyton Thorne. And it's just kind of, at this point, they have to, Move on to something else to try to see maybe what can help be help them be successful for the rest of the season. And unfortunately, I don't think it's Payne Thorne. I just haven't seen any development from the entirety of their offense with him at the helm. And I think Hugh has kind of understood this after this weekend that I have to take what we have and I have to do what I think is best for this program and help us win games. um But I just haven't seen any development from their offense. And of course, Hugh isn't happy about that. Now I will say he's got some good recruits coming in uh this this uh upcoming next season but i think right now he's looking at what can i do to just help us maintain some type of some type of game efficiency within the game in terms of not being blown out i'm just kind of keeping within the game points in terms of the teams
0: lane kiffin getting spencer sanders and keeping him away from auburn that 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 was that was turned that might be the personnel move of the year
1: yeah it is and i um was seeing so many of those tweets this weekend because their defense is good okay. enough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's okay enough where if they had a, a Spencer Sanders type quarterback, I think they would have won some more games than they have lost this past season. I don't think they would have beat LSU, but I think it would have been a lot more competitive than we would have saw. But it is because I think what you think of is how good can a coach re- recruit. Um, and say, this is what we can offer, and you're not going to be able to use that if you go somewhere else. Now, barring that, he hasn't played this season. I mean, he's played a couple of snaps. I think he played in the Mercer game, and he's played in a couple of snaps where Dart had to come out, but he's not the starter. Um, and so how do we use that beneficially? Well, you have to give props to who our head coach is and what he's been able to do uh, outside of the marks. Uh, but, yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a good moment for us to kind of feel that, you know, we have the opportunity to do things like that. Um, and I know Auburn is kind of itching at their skin because they need a quarterback. And so it's it's a fun time for us, but Auburn fans are kind of scratching at their heads because of it.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things where Peyton Thorne didn't work out and Robbie Ashford, for whatever reason, he's just not Hughes' guy. Um, anyway, we got our Vanderbilt game time scheduled. A 6.30 p.m. Yeah. SEC Network kick, another night game against Vandy. Uh, I do not know what Ole Miss fans are getting right now, but they're—it's like they're on the LSU plan of just getting <laughs> night game after night game after night game.
1: Yeah, it's uh, it's pretty it's pretty it's pretty fun for us right now. I mean, just based on off last season, man, just so many games in the in the in the burging heat, it was not the funnest of times. Um, and now we're kind of getting to sit back, enjoy more time on the Grove, and that makes the the game time experience even more fun uh i th- will say bundle up though fans it's uh especially gotten cold out here in oxford i think kind of experienced that at arkansas a couple weeks ago but it's cold it's cold season now so you do need to bring your your your, your beanies and all that but it's uh it's fun times and i love the the experience of the night game's been so fun this season i think the the fans and the players are dwelling off it pretty well too
0: well you have texas a&m coming up after vanderbilt that's another one that has a chance at a night game but it could also be an 11 o'clock game i could see how it's Yeah. One or the other. Because there's a lot of games, if I'm not mistaken, that weekend. That's LSU and Bama Mm -hmm. um, and and all of that going on as well. And then you got the ULM game, which that one's probably going to get stuck behind the CBS game at 3.30 in the afternoon. Um, But it might end up being another night game, depending on how Ole Miss does. Yeah. Because if Ole Miss runs off some wins and everything, they're they're still in it. Let's say Ole Miss upsets Georgia. Mm Mm-hmm. That Louisiana-Monroe game has playoff implications Yeah, at that point. So there's a chance that game ends up on one of the ESPNs and not hidden on the back of the SEC network.
1: Absolutely, man. I think uh, I love the rest of our schedule, honestly. I think we have a, a good road test for our team this weekend. Um, Georgia has been a question mark all season long. I don't want to get too far into that, but – I'm sure you know and other people if they don't know you'll know soon but the Brock Bowers is currently out for at least I don't know they said the timeline is 4 to 6 weeks so we'll see
0: which old Mrs. right would be right at the yeah. front part of that so I don't I don't know that Brock Bowers is going to rush coming back Yeah Regardless, especially with Tennessee the next week
1: Yeah um so we'll we'll see how that pans out but if you man he's uh one of the best players I've just ever seen in my lifetime. Um, and yeah, he's, think,
0: he's probably the best in the country this year.
1: Yeah, and, and he's very valuable to that Georgia offense, and so we'll see how that turns out. But I'm I'm loving where the state is of for where our rest of our schedule and the rest of the, uh, the team plays it right now. But it's a fun time for us right now, man. Really fun time.
0: It it would be really nice if Ole Miss can get Auburn if they can get Vandy and then get A and M to where you're playing another game in November. Yeah, with that type of ramifications. Yeah. I mean. Lane has it to where that's happening fairly frequently now.
1: Yeah, and I think that that's a very good possibility, man. I don't. Yeah. I think we'll go out to Auburn and have a a good doll fight, but I see us coming out with a win. I think Vanderbilt will be a good win for us. Um, and I think, you know, back and forth with um, the rest of the schedule, I don't see too many question marks except for that Georgia game right now. Yeah. I think we. If we play how we know how to play football with the talent that we have we can, you know, control that destiny up until up until that point. Um, but I'm pretty I'm pretty satisfied with how we're looking right now. And just the way the other teams are looking right now. I mean, AM just unfortunately couldn't develop any type of rhythm this weekend against Tennessee. And I thought that they had a chance to win the game multiple times and just couldn't counter on it. Um, and so we'll see how that turns out for them for the rest of the season up going up into um you know, our game with them. But I think we have a lot of implications on can we still get a, get to Atlanta as well? You know, we're hoping for a couple of Bama losses. We almost got one with them this past weekend with us, old Sam Pittman and crew, very close game. But I, you know, I don't want to say that they, they won't lose two games, but it's also not impossible for it to happen. Like I very can see them losing to LSU or losing to Tennessee. You know, they have some some tough games on the rest of their schedule that they can possibly go down and, and lose a couple that would give us a chance and maybe say, hello, Atlanta. Um, but I'm going to just continue to let it play out right now. I don't want to get too far ahead of myself, but it's hopefully we get the things to fall into place like we want them to be.
0: Yeah, I think Alabama um, has Tennessee, they have Kentucky, they have LSU, and they have Auburn left. So they so, have to lose two of those games. Yeah. Yeah. So. We'll see exactly how that goes. Anyway, thank you for making the Locked On Ole Miss podcast your first listen every day. We're free and available wherever you get your podcast, including YouTube. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team, every single day. Dalen Flowers, inside the student section, joins me every Monday to talk about Ole Miss sports. And we're getting ready to start playing games again, Dalen. man. I appreciate it, buddy.
1: Anytime, my friend. Thank you. howdy toddy, y'all. Enjoy the week. Hotty toddy.